Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for another week of devotionals on the See Good Things podcast. So this podcast is just dedicated to uh, providing audio versions of things that I've written on my Facebook page at Carrie Banks. So if you'd like to see the text version or if you're more of a reader, then you can go online um, on my Facebook page and, and see each devotional each week is laid out for you like that. If you'd also like to get an email instead, I've had a couple people sign up to do that. So you can email me at banksjonesk at gmail.com and I can start forwarding you out an email each week so that you're not having to go into the app and scroll through and try to find what we're discussing each week. So thank you for joining us. This week's episode is entitled A Place to Dwell. Okay, if you if you walk into my house on any given day, you're going to see my attempt at tidying up. You're going to see clean floors. Pillows are going to be placed in their proper corners of my couch. And you may see a clean countertop or two. It depends on how much time I had. Do you give warnings? Are you guys are you people that give warnings before you show up or are you just like knock on the door here's a casserole? Hi. Because you really need to evaluate yourself. If you're the second person, (laughs) you need to think of the effect that you have on other people, especially people with tiny children. Looking a little closer, if you walk into my house and you look a little closer, you might be able to see baby toys shoved under stairs. You might see the stack of papers that I have behind my computer. Um, You might see piles of shoes in a basket by the doorway. That's the collect-all blue basket of shoes that we have um, it's nice and tidy, but there are shoes from like a year ago, I swear, that um, my daughter probably can't even fit into. You're going to need x-ray vision to see the rest of what I've got going on. Um, see, I like to hide my winter coats underneath the pretty blankets in the blanket trunk. And I've got this junk drawer that's filled with everything from recent birthday cards to those I'm not really sure if they work, so let's just keep them in their batteries. Um, you may find hidden Hot Wheel cars and capless markers under the sofa. So a dwelling is, is defined as a place of residence, where one lives, where one sets their feet up at the end of the day, where one hangs their hat and has coffee in the kitchen. And we like to call it home. I mean, that's, that's what we call our dwelling is home. And if you look at this same word in verb form, to dwell, you're going to find that its meaning is shifted just just a little just a little slightly. So here are some proposed definitions of that word from varying sources. Dwell can be to, can mean to remain for a time, to live as a residence, to exist or lie, to keep the attention directed on. And then my per- personal favorite definition of this is to speak, think or write at length about a particular subject, especially one that is a source of unhappiness, anxiety, or dissatisfaction. So I'm thinking about this word dwell as I'm writing this, and I'm thinking of it in the verb form and in the noun form, and I'm realizing in my life that they're not the same. If the person of Jesus is who I'm dwelling in, is he not also what I'm dwelling on? If my house is supposed to be a place where the Lord dwells, then how come I'm dwelling on other things? How come my attention 
is on things that are unhappy and anxious and dissatisfied. How come I'm thinking and speaking and writing at length about things that are not of God? Stuck in isolation away from the people that I love the most, the activities I crave for, and the life that I've grown so accustomed to, I find myself looking more closely at my dwelling place, and I realize that there's a lot more that resides here than I thought. Sure, I have, um, I've got these biblical quotes uh, and encouragement on the walls. If you've ever come over, you'll see that it's everywhere. I have my mother's paintings. I have different scripture and different worship lyrics that have just really inspired me throughout the years. You're also going to see on those clean countertops, perhaps, evidences of a fun mom. You'll see crowns and craft projects that Colette and I are doing and Scattered on the floor and counters, you're going to see um, all sorts of things. And you'll, f- and you'll smell rich smells of dinner seeping from the kitchen. But there's also bits of unfinished business, clutter. There's going to be evidence of neglect. And on some days, a thick cloud of tension and depression from being stuck at home for so long. What we see in our homes is highly reflective of what we feel in our hearts. Hiding away my junk is hiding away from the very core of who I am. If the bits and pieces remain in my home, if these tiny little things that I'm, that I'm paying attention to are, are remaining in my home, then they become things that I dwell with, that I dwell on, and that dwell within me. The only way to see things for their true value is to know my worth in Jesus Christ. And in the same way, the only way to see the areas of my life that need to be let go or thrown away is to know my worth in Jesus Christ. He did not come into my home and into my life to hang up more encouraging quotes on my walls. He came to unravel the distractions, to set up shop in my home, and to help me focus on the right things for the right time. So there's, there's, there are things in my life that don't belong in my home for this point in time. Um, some of the things that I struggle with that, that I didn't write in the devotional, but I struggle with knowing if, if I'm supposed to sit and play with my children or if I'm supposed to be working on a project and bettering my household as a whole. There's, there's times where I struggle to know, should I set aside more time for family or more time for couple or more time for, for, with my husband or more time with my God? And I get really kind of mixed up into that, who comes first and how do I prioritize? And I really, I really believe that setting time with God and asking Jesus to literally come sit on my couch with me and survey the vast mess that I've gotten myself into, asking him and inviting him in to do that is a way of, of fixing my dwelling um, in both senses of the word. And so God helps me by paying, helping me to pay attention to that which doesn't belong. Last night, my husband and I were watching the first episode of The Chosen, which is this video series about the life of of Jesus, um, and it's streaming for free on YouTube until mid-April. And this this the very first time that we see Jesus in this show is in a in a bar, uh, basically, and uh, he puts his hand on a woman and he says, "That's not for you," as she's grabbing a drink. Um, This woman who's clearly dwelling on the wrong things in life, he just puts his hand over her hand and he says, that's not for you. And I feel like 
Christ is saying that to me in my life. Some of the things that I'm really trying to hold on to or really trying to fix in this season. He's like, that's, that's not for you. So this week I'm going to be doing some spring cleaning, literally. And um, I really want to focus on the spiritual aspects of cleaning out my house and fixing my eyes on, on the right types of things so that my dwelling can be a place where Jesus would come and that the things that I'm dwelling on are going to be of him. So I'm just kind of asking myself, what am I dwelling in? What am I dwelling on? What needs to stay and become the focus of my life and what needs to be thrown out? No more hiding. I need to make decisions and commitments while I'm here without distraction, while I'm here in the middle of everything I try to avoid, and while he's here with me. So I pray that that encourages you as we move into the the next section of the audio. I just want to I just want to pray that it it encourages you guys to allow Jesus to come into your homes and to sit a while and to help you to see what it is that we might be needing to overcome during this season. Okay, so this um, this prayer that I'm going to pray is found in Psalm 27, 4. And then at the end, I'm going to add my, my own thing. But I love, 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 love praying scripture. And it's something that I don't do as often as I wish. Um, but it, it's something that I'm trying to incorporate more as I, as I write these devotionals. I'm realizing how much, how much scripture can seep into our prayer life and how God has, has given us such wealth of pre-written prayers in his, in his scriptures. And so what a wonderful tool that can be. And so each, each week I'm going to try to incorporate a scripture as I pray so that you guys can, um, can go into the Bible yourselves when you're, when you're experiencing loss or frustration or joy or amazing things are happening in your life. And you can go in and, and see how characters in the Bible felt the same things that you did and how, how completely applicable every single word in that um, body of scripture is for our current time and for our current situations. So I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to pray from Psalm 27 for one thing I ask of the Lord. The thing I seek the most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple and how, how, much I desire to do that, God. Father, I pray that my life and my home be a dwelling place for you. I want to reside in in the places that you reside in, and I want you to reside in my life and help me remove all the things that take my eyes off of your goodness. I want to see good in every moment and every season. No one can truly help me see that but you. Open my eyes, open the doors of my heart, and do away with what doesn't belong. And now we're going to just reflect on some of the things from the devotional. Um, One of the questions that we're going to ask is, what do you dwell on the most in your life? If you're thinking about something constantly, what, what, what would that thing be? When you're at a loss, what do you turn to? What is your vice? What is your go-to fix for, for um, difficult times? What are you hiding away that might be something you could embrace instead? 
You know, a lot of times when people come to my house, the first what's the first thing we hide? We hide toys. We hide we hide the clutter. We hide the things that we live with every day. We we hide the things that make up our lives. And don't we do that? Isn't that the same as what we do in, in our in our spiritual lives? We hide away the things that we're constantly dealing with, the things that we're constantly having our hands on. And I believe that the Lord is asking us to to show him those things, to quit hiding. So do something. If Christ were to set up shop in your home right now, write down three things he might do away with. And for this one, I think it's important that we realize that God knows how hard these things are to let go. He isn't a walk into the room and rip the TV off of its stand house guest. He's a gentle and kind savior and he will help you to see how his love and his purpose for your life is better. Take a prayer walk around your home and ask God to dwell within each room. Those rooms that he's been absent from, I want you to ask him to help heal those areas of your relationships to help make room for his grace to re-enter. And if you'd like to go uh, for further reading, you can look at John 15, one through 11. It's talking about remaining in his love and abiding in him. Psalm 27, 4 that I read in my prayer and Psalm 26, 8, just letting God's presence be your dwelling place. And Isaiah 33, 16, those that dwell with the Lord will be provided for. There's a song that I wrote for this particular um, devotional and it's called Bring Them to Dwell. And you can find that on um, on YouTube uh, if you search Carrie Banks and uh, bring them to dwell. I'm sure it'll pop up, but it's also available on my Facebook page and via email if you if you want that. And then there's also a song called Better Is One Day by Matt Redman and When You Walk in the Room by Carrie Job. And those are great songs to listen to this week as you're trying to focus your mind on dwelling with the Savior and dwelling on things of the Lord. Thank you so much for joining me this week and I pray that you continue to to think about the things that we've talked about in this particular episode. And please know that I love you and I'm so glad that you were here with me.